0: You're listening to Tom and Bach on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We haven't talked a lot about it, Bach, but uh, Major League Baseball does have a lockout. Uh, they've locked out the players for the first time since 1990. The players struck. It was like 1994, 95 in yeah. that era. Uh, but the last deal between Major League Baseball and the uh, players' Association was negotiated in 2016. The lockout means that uh, no free agent signings, uh, no use of the facilities if you're a player, no contact with any kind of any kind allowed until a deal can be reached. The players feel that uh, with the emergence of uh, the emergence of analytics, um, that certain guys are getting a lot of money, uh, but the second and third tier dudes are not getting paid. Uh, like they would like to see them get paid. So if you're a really good player, you get lots of money. And if you're not a really good player, apparently you don't get a lot of money. Uh, I I don't. It seems like a bunch of rich guys mad at a bunch of other rich guys. That's what it seems like, and that's
1: why it's 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 somewhat just kind of out of touch with uh, with the, the the fan base because everybody's just kind yeah. of looking at the and, I know and I know it's not the top end contracts, but those top end contracts are just so ridiculous. Yeah. It's hard to wrap your head around any of that money right. um, that it that for the fact that this is, you know, and I know it's, it's, yeah. it's a lower level guys, but again, you know, maybe be mad at some of your top level guys for taking all the money, um, have them, have them take you out right. to dinner once in a while or exactly. something. I mean, it's, it's just, it feels yeah. as a
0: fan that doesn't make anywhere right. near the type of money yeah. that you see oh, you're being only floated getting 15, around there. You're only getting $15 million. Oh, I feel terrible yeah. for you. It's hard to get sympathy from the fans based on and that. And it seems
1: like with major league baseball too, there, I hear about these, like the first lockout, um, the first, you know, all these stuff, seems like they're always bickering at each other yeah. every offseason, and there's
0: always the threat, oh, might not have the regular yeah. season,
1: might not start. And
0: um, it never happens, so I'm not too worried about it. The guys that should be upset, I think, are NFL dudes, and they're getting more money than they ever have been. But c- they're the number one sport, and they're lowest paid when you compare it to what Major League Baseball or the NBA is getting. Yeah, A, few, a lot more players. Maybe that's part of the argument uh, as to why they don't get paid uh, like baseball players but do. But they should. They— that that's sport is so hard on your body, and that many times by you know by the time you leave the league at twenty five or thirty you can't walk. Yeah, uh, I, I think those guys should be paid by far the highest. Uh, Javier Baez with the Detroit Tigers is getting a six year deal worth one hundred and forty million dollars. You have Max Scherzer, the highest per year uh, in any player in history. Three years. $130 million, an average of $43 million a year. Uh, you have uh, the Rangers paying Corey Seager uh, $325 million. Um, <laughs> That's crazy. Marcus Simeon also with the Rangers. They spent a half a billion dollars on two players, Corey Seager and Marcus Simeon. Uh, so uh, that's crazy. I mean, so ga- certain guys are certainly getting paid. Other guys may not be, um, but, I think you kind of let the market Can you be dissolve?
1: mad at the owners or should you be mad at the owners for how they're spreading out the money? Yeah. You know, I just, I, and I know it, it, it is. It, I mean, the players, yeah. these guys, that that money sounds ridiculous. The owners make ridiculous amounts yeah. more like this is millionaires arguing yeah. with billionaires. So I still understand that it's, you know, they're yelling up at, you know, up the food chain at yeah. the, at the, the guys making even more money, but my goodness.
0: <laughs> um, uh, baseball has 162 games says Ohio Oscar. Lots of games to make money. I If I'm picking a sport, it's it's baseball, right? And maybe a relief pitcher, a left-hander, uh, where you could stay in. If, I, if I'm wanting my kid to make me a lot of money and I just want to sit back, teach him to be a left-handed pitcher in Major League Baseball. Uh, you don't have to pitch a ton. There's always going to be a need for a left-hander coming out of the bullpen. And then it just, uh, you live on easy street for until you're 45, and then you retire. <laughs> I think it's a little easier said than done. Uh, you think so? I think so. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I was just thinking out loud. I, I just think it's the sport to make the most money. I mean, golf, that's out, because you're making – every time you earn a check, it's because you finished – you made the cut, you finished in the top ten, you did something really well. Uh, a lot of times in other sports, uh, you get paid nothing early on your career, then you – sometimes get that money and the end of your career, they just, you know, tag on an extra five years that they probably shouldn't have Blake Griffin, you know, that type of guy. <laughs> uh, and you still make a lot of money and you're not playing anymore. Uh, Kyle Corver kind of went through that. A lot of guys go through that where they made money, not much money when they were kind of at their peak and then they make a lot of money when they're on their downhill. Well,
1: some of that was just, especially with Corver's, the money exploded and
0: then then the game kind of just kind of changed to base completely around his game. (laughs) Right. Uh, I do want to talk about this. Adrian Martinez announcing that he is leaving the University of Nebraska and entering the transfer portal. By the way, this is what the portal sounds like. You get in there. It's like that. Look around. Welcome to the Transfer Portal. That's what happens. Adrian. Adrian's done it. It's like one of those old phone booths. You jump in there, uh, and then uh, you're you're welcomed to the Transfer Portal. And then it's just like a whole new world. Uh, You walk around the room, and there's like, through one door, there's USC. For the other door, it's Oklahoma. Sometimes it's uh, Fresno State. Uh, Could be one of the doors that you pick, or maybe it's just an open area for Fresno State. It probably wouldn't have an office. (laughs) And then you go into one of those uh, doors, and then you come out the other side, and you're boom. You're just in a jersey uh, at that team's school. That's what happened. I've been
1: looking at the last, like, three days. Uh, there's been an average of about six or seven guys going to the transfer portal um, just at quarterback. Um, so um, you, you will have your options there. But, you know, some of the better ones, again, before they enter the portal, uh, like Jake Hayner, the Fresno State quarterback, looks like he's just going to follow his coach to Washington. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, some of these guys are already kind of have their uh, their destination chosen. Dylan Grable seems yeah. like he's already going to Ole Miss, so... Um, um, Some the top names, especially the top names, usually have a destination. And Adrian would be considered one of those top names. Um, but I
0: think he's just completely open market right now. Well, maybe he saw enough to of Logan Smothers that he feels like, you know what, I've done my job. Uh, we're on the right path. Lost a lot of close games. We feel like we're close. This guy can take us onward and upward and all just ride off into the sunset. I've done my duty for Nebraska. I'll enter the transfer portal. Did you see enough from Logan Smothers to think, Eh, Maybe you get somebody from the portal, but it doesn't have to be Adrian Martinez. Just uh, a little competition for Logan Smothers.
1: Uh, I mean, I wouldn't take it easy necessarily. I'd go out and try to get your top guy out there that you can. But um, I, I, I do think, I think that you're not in a doomsday scenario. If you, if it's Logan, I mean, I, I think that he looks solid. You can't run him 24 times like you did against Iowa. So you're going to need a bit of a different game plan. But of course that would come with a different offense um, or at least a difference, a difference in offensive mm-hmm. coordinator. Um, and, and that would be understood too. I mean, if, if if they were planning on keeping Logan healthy the whole year, they wouldn't run him 24 times. That was just a one game scenario. So mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think overall he's got a lot of the skills, um, or similar skills to Adrian Martinez. He's just not as experienced and not as big. So I don't know, I don't know if he's got quite the, maybe the ceiling that we thought Adrian once had. Um, but I think he's, I think he can be a solid quarterback and, and maybe like you've been saying for a long time, it wouldn't be so bad if Nebraska had a solid quarterback instead of what they see as a great quarterback yeah. so that they don't put so much on him and they can try to win around, um, Around him rather
0: than because of him. It forces everybody to pick up their game. I feel like sometimes maybe the offensive line or whoever were, you know, just like, if I screw up, does it? I, I don't think they were thinking this way, but, you know, in the back of your mind, if I screw up, Adrian's going to cover for me. You know, he can buy some time in the pocket. He can run around. He can still make a play, and the yards look really good at the end. Look, we got 451 yards against Wisconsin. Well, yeah, but it was mostly Adrian. Uh but now, maybe with Logan or somebody else, you get a quarterback that, uh, you know, requires that the old, whole team, the whole offense, be really good around him. We've been trying to say that, and Frost has said that. I want everybody to get better around him. That never happened. And you could make the argument they all got worse around him. Uh, from 2018, where you had Divina Zigbo, you had J.D. Spielman, you had Stanley Morgan, you had an offense that went up and down the field to 2021 where they went you know between the 20s yeah well i mean i think they did a good job addressing some of those needs
1: to it was a big help alan obviously had a huge year um this year i think you had more weapons than you would traditionally have had but it was kind of those in between years right i mean the freshman and, and um, senior year i suppose um of of Adrian, he kind of had the weapons. He couldn't really make that argument. But in between, it was rough. I mean, their best player they did have, Rondo Robinson, they weren't running him in the the right Uh, position. uh. So, I mean, it was just kind of a complete mess um, for a lot of that time um, and 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 I think that 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 will be part of the legacy for Adrian Martinez and, yeah. and the understanding um, that and, but I mean his name's always going to be tied right to Scott Frost yeah. um, and ultimately unfortunately to his record because when you go back and you know I, I know right now and, yeah. and, I, and I love it I love the outpouring uh, of love for Adrian and I do believe he'll go and have success elsewhere um, but Ultimately, at the end of the day, it's just it's just about the record. It's just the reason why we are where we are. Of getting rid of all the the offensive coordinator, all those offensive coaches, yeah. and now the quarterback um, is because it didn't work, and you need something yeah. new to to even just provide hope. And I think that's what this these moves are ultimately made for. Is just hey, Scott, this experiment didn't work. Even if you did bring Adrian back and go eight and four next year. Was that, that's what we waited um, for five years was just to, to finally build up to this, uh, you know? So it, it's more just kind of cutting loose saying, you know, that experiment didn't work. Let's move on to the next one and see what we can can get going um, um,
0: to maybe get some life into this program. Maybe it gives the whole team a sense of urgency. like. Logan, if, if Adrian were coming back, if if the announcement today would be, I'm not going to the transfer portal, I'm staying here, I'm fighting for the job, and I and by fall camp, I know I'm not playing in spring ball, by fall camp I'll be good and we'll have a quarterback competition like you've never seen. If if that were the conversation, there might be a temptation by somebody like Heinrich Harburg or Logan's mothers to say, well, maybe I'll just, you know, uh, bide my time for another year I might see some mop-up duty. It might be something similar to what we saw in 2021. But I'm not going to prepare with the mindset that I would if I knew I were the starting quarterback oh, yeah. or the potential starting quarterback. Maybe it's something you need in this program, just a mindset that, hey, we've got to do this. We That guy's gone. Um, this is a big year for us. We need everybody to pick it up. And some, I do think that Adrian, at times, became a crutch. And maybe not intentionally – but it sure, it sure looked like that from time to time, like this guy is doing it all, and he better win the game, otherwise you're not going to win the game. Uh, so four six four five six eight five. Love to hear from you on the Honda Lincoln hotline, the Saundra Heyman text line as well. Um, how you feeling? I'm feeling pretty good. I, I
1: th- again, I think it's at least. <sighs> I would have been a little bit frustrated to see Adrian Martinez uh run out there with the, with the new the new staff um and just because I don't I don't think it's I think that would be like halfway <laughs> halfway yeah. toward yeah. the goal yeah. of trying to yeah. shake things up and trying to get some some life yeah. into this program and again it's not necessarily a shot against Adrian. I think he had, you know, he, again gave it his all, and 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 how could you ask for more? The guy was injury riddled, you know, half the time playing, you know, for all his teammates, and you can see the outpouring of love for him and stuff there, and that's part of why I think it's it's good too, just to kind of see what he can do outside of this Nebraska bubble. Um, but I I think that it's I think that it's good. I think it'll be a fresh start, kind of for the Nebraska program, and and some, just kind of a new look, something they they kind of to me, desperately needed. Uh, Mike off the text line says, you guys are bearing the headline of most of our stars are gone next year on both sides of the ball. Yeah. Um, and that is, I mean, that that's just part of it. That's part of, of keeping that super senior class to kind of lean on the defensive side of the ball. A lot of those guys are going to be gone. Yeah. And now you're seeing on offense, you know, with, with Martinez out, Allen out, um, you're just going to kind of have a new yeah. identity. But, again, I don't, I don't know if, you know, sometimes – and I know they were close and all that. But I don't know if losing a whole lot of players from your 3-9 and nine team um, is the worst thing in the world. And, and usually you have to do that. This is college yeah. football. You don't get to keep your stars for five years outside of this yeah. one situation. So you you have to, to be able to, to rebuild uh, and restock pretty quickly. Now, I can understand if Mike or anybody else yeah. is worried that because of the history they've seen that Frost hasn't been able to restock quickly. But I just think that this gives us our best look at if if you truly want to know yeah. is frost is there anything there is there a future with frost it's time to move on from experiment 1 it's time to 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 see uh, a new face and a, and a new look and and yeah. see if there is anything there and then by the end of next season if you if you're part of the group that didn't know for sure yet
0: yeah. you'll know for sure i just think it's t- it's time to find the oc hopefully they've found a guy that they believe in uh with the direction that they believe in and maybe, you know, Adrian kind of knew where they were headed with an O.C. and thought, you know what, I'll check out uh, some other things throughout college football. Maybe there, I'm sure there are more guys to come. It's not just, you know, uh, Savion Morrison jumping in the transfer portal or Ronald but uh, Tomp- not, not Ronald Tompkins, uh, Marvin Scott uh, just uh, jumped in yesterday, I believe. You're going to see a lot more other guys uh, do the same. And some of them probably are waiting around to see what direction they're going to take with the offensive coordinator. Um, I, I think Nebraska needs to find a team. Uh, And it it feels like they did that a little bit on the defensive side of the ball. And maybe you are arguing they did it on the defensive side of the ball because of guys like, uh, you know, uh, us, they had Joe, you know, they obviously had Jojo and they had Deontay Williams and they had guys that were here long enough that Mark held a and on and on and on uh, that built the culture. And now it's gone. I, I think the hope is, from Scott Frost, and we'll find out, um, that the culture has been built, and these guys uh, below them, uh, the, the juniors, the sophomores, the guys gets, getting their feet wet in the program, have learned a lot from them, and they will be able to take the mantle. They, that's that's the hope, Yeah, uh, that you could do that. And then what they don't have uh, from the loss of experience, the super seniors, you can get from the portal, similar to what, what Mel Tucker did at Michigan State. That's... Uh, I think that's the way they're going to attempt to build their program going forward. They've got enough young guys just, you know, was it last year? I think it was last year. Still among the youngest teams in college football. This is a fairly young team still going forward. And, you know, COVID basically stalled it out a year for some guys that they could stay even longer. Um, But I think they're banking on that the culture has been somewhat built And now we're just going to, you know, what we don't have, we're going to add the pieces from the transfer portal to finish this thing off. Again, I'll say it all off-season because
1: it is what it is. It's an uphill battle. I mean, go back to the Trev quote where he said, "There's not a whole lot of reasons on paper that this makes sense," and so you're just kind of piecing it together. But ultimately, it you know you're bringing it's it's football. I mean, you're this close to all these games, and it's you know sometimes it's not rocket science. I'm not saying that I know the X's and O's like a football coach or a seasoned veteran would, um, but sometimes you seem to kind of overcomplicate these. Things, especially in the Big Ten West, we've seen what what beats Nebraska mostly themselves, but also kind of power yeah. football uh, in in defense. So, um, you know, that's the riddle they still have to figure yeah. out. Um, is has the battle you know, been those opponents or has yeah. it been from within? It's been a bit, bit of both. Um, so you're at least looking from within, trying to change some of those things. Um, but as far as, I mean, you do need some building blocks though. Yeah. Um, and especially on that offensive side of the ball, you now start to look around and say, who are the pieces that you know are going to be really solid next year? Even Cam Juergens, yeah. um, the, the, the report, yeah. I think Simple had a, a story about Cam Juergens still considering the NFL. I mean, if he leaves... Your, uh, your offense, be, your offense. Yeah. I mean, he's the one kind of sturdy part on your offensive line, but then your offense as a whole just kind of just doesn't have a whole lot of oomph to it. Yeah. Um, you know, outside of, <laughs> we all right. want to see, save your bets play more. Yeah. Um, but it, it, you know, it, it is something it, it's, it's, and it's maybe a thing and under frost uh, we all expected this offense to take off and it, it didn't necessarily, at least in the points per game category, um, even in the last couple of years, um, maybe it is something where you start to look more like a Big Ten West team, rely more on your um, defense and and limit possessions and stuff like that. I don't expect to see it, um, um, but there's only so much you can do with the personnel. I, I really hope that they coach to the personnel um, they have and and identifying what that is and the
0: strengths that are there. Uh, angry Rams guy says, uh, you think uh, this means that the offensive coordinator brings a quarterback with them? I would hope so. Um. In fact, uh, you see it happen in college basketball. Oh, you're bringing that dude? Well, come on. Be an assistant on our staff uh, for a year or two. And that's the way uh, sometimes college football and basketball work. I I wouldn't be surprised if that happens. Or maybe they've they've seen enough from Logan Smothers or Heinrich Harburg that they just need somebody that can, you know, give them a little bit of competition going forward. I I think it's a big question now. Uh, It's probably one of the biggest questions that we'll we'll talk about going forward is – is what are they two in the transfer portal as far as the quarterback is concerned now that Adrian has announced he's officially moving on? Let's get to a uh, break. Come back with Wingman. It's Thursday. And uh, we're going to do something fun. It's, it's actually a trivia question, a Husker basketball trivia question. In fact, I can go, I'll ask it going into the break. Uh, uh, Nebraska lost in four overtimes last night. Uh, it was the longest game in Nebraska basketball history. Went four overtimes. Uh, they also lost another game uh, that went four overtimes. Four six four five six eight five. What year was it? What year did uh, they lose in four overtimes? How long has it been since Nebraska played that long of a game? Uh, call right now. Honda of Lincoln Hotline, and uh, Bach will be your wingman. It's coming up next. Download our app by searching 93.7 a ticket in your app store to stay in touch and listen all day long wherever you are. This is Tom and Bob. Nice buns, soft, fluffy, and ultra low net carbs. Discover Hero Bread, the delicious ultra low net carb bread with incredible taste and texture. Hero Bread has zero grams of sugar and is under 100 calories per serving. Plus, high in fiber with 5 to 10 grams of protein per serving. Order from Hero.co now and get 10% off your first purchase. With promo code AH10. That's 10% off with code AH10. H E R O. C O.